Hello, and I would like to extend a warm cringe evangelical welcome to everybody listening. I am your host, Elena, and today we, in lieu of a guest, um, are doing a camp special because it is summer. Um, I have guests coming up in August, and so I thought um, in the interim, instead of like rushing a guest and their story and like all the emotional stuff that goes with that, um, I decided I would do um, a little silly look at a couple of like Christian camps and one um, one that's connected to a church I learned about on Sunday, ironically, at uh, at my own Presbyterian church. I learned about uh, this new denomination that has arisen by somebody who um, has family members in Texas. And I am excited. I've been looking into it. It's very, it's really special. Um, So I think this will be very interesting. I have one camp from the United States and one from the United Kingdom. Um, I have a little bit of why that is. I think at the end, I'm going to like do like a little explain, like wrap up the month, my first month and everything. And you can either stay and listen to that. Or once I'm done talking about the camps, you can kind of, you know, buzz off with me. (laughs) But I, um... Am ready to get started. I'm going to start with the American uh, group and then end with the UK group. So without further ado, here is my big old camp special for Cringe Evangelical. Okay, okay. So I am currently on the website for a group called the American Federation of Cowboy Churches. I found out about this on Sunday. So um, I think I mentioned in a previous episode, I uh, am part of a group that does a, a um, essentially just like an academic Sunday school class. So we really don't touch uh, even on church topics all the time. Uh, it's really any sort of current event and um, how we can like work with it. So we have like environmental focuses one month and we have folks come in and talking about like greening our space and ways we can, you know, things like that. Or we'll have like a disability focus month and we'll have people come in to talk about how to be uh, more uh, disability friendly and more inclusive. So it's just like a group that really is more of a, a affinity group than anything. And so over the summer, we always pick a book as a group to read. Uh, like last year, we read Jane Goodall's book on hope. Uh, this year, we read Jesus and John Wayne. And so um, the people that lead this group, uh, they both had lived in the South, and then the uh, wife is from the South originally. And they did not grow up evangelical, uh, so they weren't aware of the culture. And they said, you know, our niece is going to a a church. uh, She calls it Cowboy Church. But, you know, it has to be some other name. There's no way it's just called Cowboy Church. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. I know these people. They call it Cowboy Church. And and they do. And I thought maybe it'd be a one-off. I am shocked to find that we do have an American Federation of Cowboy Churches. Um, but that is how I found it. I did look it up and we all giggled because they had like a, like a sign on one of their, there's like churches all over and they picked the one that they know their niece goes to. And like the opening little blurb was like, (laughs) stand for the flag, kneel for the cross and like bow down to the star or something. Like it was nuts. Like (laughs) I think it was like the Lone Star. Anyway, anyway, that's just a little background. So I... Cowboy Church hits a lot of the things other churches do, but they're just, like, really hokey about it. Um, And very violent towards animals. And, um, yeah. So, I will give, like, a little bit of a content warning that, you know, they do have live rodeos after church. That's, like, one of the staples of a cowboy church. Um, And a lot of people have a lot of feelings about the ethical treatment of animals with rodeos. So, I just give that little content warning. Um... Anyway, let's get into, I'm on the AFCC Cowboy Church event calendar. Let's see what what good old-fashioned fun we're going to have today. They have a one-day vacation Bible school. Okay, okay, one day. Interesting lack of long-term commitment, but it is a Saturday. Most VBS is weekdays, so that's kind of nice, I guess, if you work Saturday. 
Let's see, let's see. Saddle up, partners. Get ready for a rootin' tootin' hoedown showdown Western adventure in the word. Mm. If you saw this, you wouldn't even know. Like, this is actually kind of pisses me off because I know that they would say, like, I'm not a Christian because my church is so liberal and I'm, like, an apostate church. Um... You would not know this has to do with church. Like, this is way more cowboy than church. Mm-mm-mm. So that's our first event. Let's see. What else does Cowboy Church have to give us? We have the Men's Conference and Retreat with Door Prizes. Let's see. What, what are the door prizes? I want to know. It says they're exciting. Free admission. Men's Retreat. 10 a.m., Door prizes are an AR-15 rifle. What? I'm sorry, the, the door prize at the church men's retreat is an AR, an AR-15 rifle. Like the, the big gun, the devil's paintbrush. The other door prize includes a guided fishing trip with up to five people so your options are murder gun and family fishing trip oh my god no they're giving away two ar-15s oh shit awesome wow they really went all out they oh this is better than i thought like i i knew they had been like riding all right Next, we have the 16 Hands Closer to God Trail Bible and Camping Retreat. I'm excited. These are only getting better. A Trail Bible? Oh, whatever could that mean? Hi, my name is Butch Boatwright. This man's given name is Butch Boatwright? Jesus Christ. And I'm the pastor. I'm not going to say the church. I would love to invite you and your family to our Trail Bible. I don't actually have an issue, like, the, part of it is, like, getting out of, like, unplugging and stuff. I don't have an issue with that, but Trail Bible? What the frick? Oh, it's like a, yeah, a lot of groups do this, where they go out and they, like, have to, like, talk to God just, like, in the middle of the woods and stuff. During the lunch break of the Trail Bible, you will be given time to lay back and soak up God's goodness. After another short devotional from your Trail Boss... You will continue continue your journey. After your day, we would like to feed you dinner. After your belly is full, we would like to fill your heart with music from Bill and Dale. We had a wonderful time the last five times, and then we had to cancel it due to COVID. We can't wait to go back to the wilderness to spend time with God himself. Butch Boatwright, what a freaking name, dude. Wow, wow, wow. So I think that's enough. I think we get the idea. We're winning AR-15s. We're going on trail vivals. We're having a rootin' tootin' good time at VBS Day Camp. Let's see. Cowboy Church 101. What else we got? Cowboy Camp 2023. They have their own Bible called the Learning the Ropes Bible. So this group made their own, they made their own Bible. That's, I mean, rootin' tootin' good time. Yeehaw. Uh, Learning the Ropes is a new living translation Bible with a custom cowboy-inspired cover. This Bible was created with cowboys in mind. What's included? Contents include both the Old and New Testament. Well, thank God it is a Bible. Learning the Ropes Introduction and Steps to Learning the Ropes. Topics to Consider Tackling Tough Issues, Abundant Living, Great Stories of the Bible, A Dictionary Concordance, plus much more. In addition, readers can go straight to the four-page color insert to learn more about a relationship with Jesus Christ. So it's a 200 for a case of 24. I might, like, part of me wants to buy these, and I have a group of friends from college that would find this very funny. If the, if the Rochester crew is listening, you may be getting a Learning the Ropes Bible red letter edition for Christmas. I know it's what you guys want. That sounds exciting. I bet it's a really good translation, too. Cowboy Church Finder. Arena Ministry. That's their, their rodeo ministry. A ministry development certificate program. I bet that is rigorous. 
gather, grow, produce. Let's see. And these churches, they tend to start in like Appalachia in Ohio and go right down into like the deep south and into uh, the southwest. Ooh, you can G2P. Gather, Grow, Produce is a biblically-based set of booklets designed to guide new churches and members in their spiritual growth. Oh, I forgot to add, because this is a podcast, so you can't see it. Every single pastor wears a cowboy hat. Like, every single one. All the time. Oh, God, the booklets are entitled Saddle Up, a guide to becoming a successful Christian in the cowboy church and in your community. Oh, no. The facial hair is absolutely out of this world. I will say that. The pastor wives retreat. That sounds good and misogynistic. I'm already giving a content warning that what they're about to say about women is horrifying. Um, it also means that only men can be pastors in this group. Uh, when you see it say pastors, wives, ex, that just means no women pastors and no gay. The assumption is straight men. We're thrilled to host this retreat specifically designed for cowboy church pastors' wives. I wonder what those women are like. Oh, man. Think about being locked in the wilderness with the cowboy church pastor wives and their AR-15s. That sounds actually quite dangerous. Man. You guys don't even know what warrior camp over in Wales has waiting for us. All right. We have the arena ministry for cowboy champ camp if you'd like to share a really awesome thing that god has done within your arena ministry or you need some help or advice contact us okay we have a man riding a bull we have circle j (laughs) really unfortunate letter after circle a cc arena we have the cross brand Oh my goodness. So they have a ranch rodeo and then you come and you have to like hear about God in between people riding bulls and other things that kind of make my stomach turn. Okay. Let's get to the, oh, 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 they have cowboy church clinics. What? Also, if you're on this page, everything is somehow like made into a pun about cowboys, which is like would be endearing in any other context. Oh, so these church clinics are for new pastors of new cowboy churches. So one of the things, in order to be a cowboy church, you have to take an old barn and convert it into a church. Like that's one of the, or you don't have, it hasn't been like a space like that. Covering the basics at this clinic will be Cowboy Church 101. Ministry teams, small church model, administration elders, lay pastors, small groups, children's ministry, Q&A. Wowie wow. I wonder what thrilling conferences we have. Hopefully just as exciting as the pastor's wives retreat. I wonder what the door prizes is that the pastor's wives want a pink AR-15. These are all just board meetings. And then a bunch of videos. Oh my god, they have some of their sermons in the rodeo arena. Like, this is just like a county fair arena and a man screaming into a microphone. America is absolutely unhinged. I swear, we are insane as a society. Like, we're, we're not well. And this is just a sign of that. Cowboy camps. Cowboy camps are an incredible opportunity to be involved in nurturing and guiding our youth during the most formative years of their lives. Oh, no. Guys, the the theme is move. Like, moo. Mm. Roping, riding, worship, cowboy training, good food. <laughs> okay. Camp walk on water. That's one of the names. Camp walk on walk on water. Shit, that's expensive. It's over three hundred dollars a kid. Oh, they have a video. Um, it's two men green screened in front of somebody riding a bull. It it already looks bad. I will not be watching it. Big country Baptist church. Hell's yeah. 
big country. We actually used to nickname a kid in high school big country because he was into farming. No, big farm. That's what it was. That's all I can think of now, though. Wow. Cowboy camp sounds, I mean, it sounds terrible, to be honest. Ooh, you do have to have a child protection training before you work there. I actually do appreciate that. I do think it's probably more about, like, physical safety because they do have these children on, like, live, large animals. But I appreciate it, nonetheless. I don't think a lot of camps do enough of that. Um, oh, God, there is a picture of a camp counselor in um, their own. So they took overalls. They painted Psalm 63 across the ass. I don't know. Else to say. Like, they, you look at their ass and it says Psalm 63. And then there's a cross painted on it with more verses. And then the Texas flag. And then a bunch of American shit. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't like this. Oh, I don't like this. So you learn how to, like, do rodeo for Jesus, basically. And that seems to be the overall idea. Frequently asked questions. I bet this is a freaking... I'm so excited. In every picture, too, like, it's not of churches. It's of, like, open fields with, like, one lone horse or something. Or, like, a, just a man with a beard and a cowboy hat looking off. Like, where can I access the bylaws of the AFCC, which is an association, or American Federation of Cowboy Churches? They, oh, if you're asking for them, they will be emailed to you, but you must email them first. Oh, how can I start a cowboy church? I will forward your inquiry to a member of our field staff. So they don't have membership, they have affiliates. So it's kind of like an independent. So what I'm getting out of Cowboy Church is it's an independent thing where a bunch of people affiliate with each other because they all just basically want to like ride horses at church. I actually don't have an issue with like a church one to go to a rodeo after church, like just as an activity to hang out and like people to find like friendship with each other. I don't care about that. I think it's weird they have like rodeo church. And I have a lot of questions about the treatment of animals in general. Oh my goodness. One is where can I find more information? The person says, have you even looked at the website? <laughs> oh my gosh. Ooh, here we go. What kind of activities take place at cowboy camp? They vary from one camp location to another. It's another thing to note. Like this is a sweeping, like organized yet sort of, like there's a sort of, is diaspora, like it's like a diaspora of people in this, like it's very, this is strange. There are arena events at cowboy camp involving small livestock, such as ponies, goats, sheep, or steers. In addition, most camps have water activities, such as swimming or canoeing under the supervision of a lifeguard. No matter where you attend, we always have time for prayer, Bible study, and of course, a worship service every evening. Oh boy. Oh boy. Based on the maturity of the child, and in some cases at the discretion of the church pastor, preteen ages, including children who have completed third through sixth grades, are the ages for camp. Mm-mm-mm. Can I buy a single copy of the Learning the Ropes Bible? No. <laughs> okay. They don't have large print either. Interesting. Will you provide insurance for our events? That's a great question. You have a lot of people around a lot of like animals and like big things. And the answer is no. We can provide you with contact information to companies we use for our organized events. Yikes. I would have a lot of questions. Yeah. Who covers your liability insurance? This is a great question for a group that largely is banking on humans not getting injured by large animals. They piss off purposely in a large arena like the. <laughs> Ooh, can a woman be a pa preacher, pastor, elder, or lay pastor in AFCC Cowboy Church? We believe that women are important and needed within the local church body. I know where this is going. In the beginning, women fulfilled a vital role in the ministry of the local churches, and then they list literally 15 to 20 verses, but not one of spiritual leadership over men. Oh, 
oh no they're like here we're gonna list everything a woman's done but not one of spiritual leadership over men this is also like in this uh frequently asked questions everything is like a one to two sentence answer except for this one because you know they've gotten heat on it although the apostle paul respected women (laughs) and worked alongside them for the furtherance of the gospel he appointed no female elders pastors or deacons well thank god we are listening to god's other son paul uh after jesus didn't work out he replaced him with paul everyone knows that that's why we should listen to him above anything else in the entire bible in his letters he urged that men were to be spiritual leaders in the church and that women were not to teach or exercise authority over men even though the afcc believes women are spiritual equals with men and ministry of women is essential women are excluded from spiritual leadership over men i will give them credit that they openly say this a lot of places wait till you get there to drop the the bomb on you but they're still i mean they're still horrible for thinking and acting this way Men and women stand as equals before God, both bearing the image of God himself, however, without making one inferior to the other. This is complementarianism in how we just, whatever. God calls upon both men and women to fulfill the roles and responsibilities specifically designed for them. And realizing the given roles taught in the New Testament, women are able to realize their full potential because they are following the plan of their creator and designer. Incredible. Ooh, then they have, what's the process of ending a relationship with an AFCC-affiliated church? Sometimes churches need biblical direction as their attitudes and actions are outside the authority of the word of God. So here are the following reasons that you can be terminated from the cowboy church. Is biblical, moral, or ethical misconduct? So here's the steps. You will go to the person who has sinned. You will... Wait, this is confusing. So the offended person goes directly to the one who was in sin. Step two, the offended person returns directly to one who is in sin and takes one or two of his local elders. Oh, why didn't you just say uh, person A goes to person B? Person A comes back with, per- with two people for person B. The offended person contacts the executive director and or board of directors. The matter will then be brought before the board. This is so weird and legalistic. Failure to repent and be restored will result in the church being terminated from the fellowship. He hikes, dude. If the sin is unresolved, the board will determine measures needed to promote correction for the offender. Holy F. Holy, holy F. Okay. That's enough cowboy church. Oh my god, no. There's traveling partners and they spell traveling and partners in the uh, country, the country bumpkin way. Let's see. Oh yeah. Oh god. A magazine for cowboy culture. Oh, the magazine's called Traveling Partners. Let's see what some banging articles Cowboy Church has got going. We have Grace for the Race. The Failure Option. (laughs) The Cow in Us. That cow has beautiful eyes for the picture for the article, I must say. Wow, driving cattle up a hill. This really seems to just more be about care for your cow than anything else. Even a good hand can miss their loop. Oh, my lord. Yeah, this uh, actually a majority of the cowboy church articles are re- really just about what to do with your cows, like ear tags and stuff. Um, wow. All right, that's enough cowboy church. Uh, I'm gonna move over to the honestly to the one I've been uh, researching more. Um, I'm going to it's gonna split here, uh, sound wise for anyone listening. Um, I'm gonna explain. How I how I found Warrior Camp, like my little journey to finding Warrior Camp, and then um, we'll close out. All right, all right, we are jumping the pond for my first uh, United Kingdom special little look at their kind of iteration of evangelicalism um i so this actually kind of and this is why i want to do it in like my sort of uh closing up of the first month um episode is this it like really plays into one of the reasons i actually created uh the podcast and i have like a variety obviously um i think it's really silly when people ask for like one big reason you did something because i actually find it's 
Like, there's usually one reason it maybe outweighs the rest, but there's, like, a lot of little reasons. Things have to really come together uh, to do a project. And, um, you know, yeah. So what happened is if you grew up evangelical in the U.S., you are essentially taught that Europe is, like, the most godless, anti-Christian, horrible place to be. It is so, you know, quote unquote, dark there in terms of like uh, spirituality. It's terrible. And so I grew up and even well into my 20s thought that basically there are no Christians in all of Western Europe. I should have been specific Western Europe. They love Eastern Europe sort of because they just want to make Catholics and Eastern Orthodox folks evangelical. But that's a long other story. But anyway, um, one of the particular countries that I should have known better, but I was frankly naive that has actually a decent evangelical population is uh united kingdom um and i the reason i found that out is because i was listening to another podcast i will not name it because this person is well known enough that they could easily be found but not like famous enough to have like security and I just don't want to be the reason someone gets doxxed or something like that even though I find this innocuous who knows what sets people off so anyway um I was listening to a podcast it was actually like a playthrough in between episodes of like a legitimate like audio drama and uh it's a UK based podcast and one of the actors that uh was doing this like playthrough of a TTRPG style game had mentioned they went to Christian camp in the UK and I just about jumped out of my seat because I I basically wasn't expecting that uh the the basis of this like RPG like the world they were in was that of a, a summer camp and essentially like all the Brits were like we don't freaking know what camp is we don't really do it and then the one British person who did did it in a Christian context um there's more to that story, but essentially, like, the whole, A, I realized I had a lot of my own prejudice and preconceived notions about evangelicalism in Europe by how I reacted, and I also uh, found, like, four new triggers based on that reaction, but that's another story for another day. Anyway, um, I, anyway, that's how I found out about camp. Uh, the description also of camp seemed very different for the UK based on how this person described it. It's like very brief. Um, and actually one of the reasons I made this podcast is because the reaction by the other folks who didn't grow up this way was like very, uh, I don't know. It's just, I've been in rooms where that's the reaction to my story. Cause it, it is something that's kind of nuanced and difficult. And so that's kind of, anyway, that's like a long story as to like how this impacted me to want to do a project like this to make these stories more well-known, but also for people to feel safe to tell them. Um, because even people that you're safe with, sometimes it's just exhausting to explain like all the evangelical lore and like the layers of separate society almost and stuff. Um, yeah. So that's how I found Warrior Camp is because this person had mentioned it. And one of the things they had mentioned, so in the U.S., like the cowboy camp we were just talking about, um, usually like Christian camps have like pretty significant infrastructure in that it's a solid single location uh, that you go to and it's always in that location and it's usually kind of set up. I mean, it's the actual physical setup is not much different than, say, like anything you see on TV, um, most camp content I watch involves horror I really only watch horror camp content so that is my context I didn't go to camp as a child um this person described camp as being like like they just set up a bunch of tents like in a field and they all like prayed in them and like they, they did say they did like fun stuff in between uh and they weren't kidding um I was shocked like the setup for British Christian camp seems to be just a really odd knockoff of fire festival um i like that was what interested me and yeah they they just get a random field they don't have like a set space they go all over uh the uk but they seem to really have a a lot of access in northern wales and like that like border area between um like southwestern scotland and northwestern england um that seems to be like our our spot and they travel like basically to different open fields and crap and bring these tents and everyone prays in the tents 
Um, but they call it warrior camp, which I don't know how evangelicalism, like, I don't know the history of evangelicalism enough. I would send a Tesco gift card to a British person who wants to tell me about maybe warrior camp or like just what it's like to be evangelical in the UK. I'm fascinated by this. Um, but the warrior camp thing, like, I just feel like there's an American, like Americans seem more military coded than us and I feel like that's something that was got from like a a missionary from America there is like a whole group of like American missionaries and like their sole purpose is to go to the UK specifically London to essentially go for Muslim and refugee populations um and they say it's a hub for the world to come to them so they can get like 20 countries in like one foul swoop uh this kind of comes from a belief that heaven will have to have one person from each like linguistic group in order to be like fair somehow and so that if you can get every like linguistic group or ethnic group or whatever like covered in heaven then jesus will come back and like this can all end sooner so like that's like a goal like the goal of a lot of evangelicalism is like to bring about like the apocalypse kind of I don't know what to say. Like, they want the rapture. They want to go to heaven. Um, In some respects, like, I mean, things are not good. Like, how is it different than somebody who makes, like, jokes on Twitter about getting hit by a bus? I don't know. But that's just something to keep in mind. So, warrior camp is definitely, like, like, I'm seeing some American influence in this. But it's definitely, like, British. I mean, their first meal is described as a tea. But let me tell you, they're it's so special to me they're warriors without guns they are not getting ar-15s um yeah so warrior camp is for ages 9 to 13 they seem to be this is like the biggest camp it seems in the uk for christian camp um they have memory verses that they keep on their website this is kind of again like kind of a hokier website um the thing that i'm not getting about warrior camp is that, like, every time it lists something, like, a memory verse, like, I'm used to just block text of that, but they have a video for each verse, and there seems to be, like, a musical element. Actually, yeah, they they have their, oh, <gasps> oh my god, I didn't notice this. So, warrior, the warrior camp has warrior music. And I know I'm saying warrior, very odd. I'm saying it so much it doesn't sound like a word anymore, but... They have their own music label. And their music label seems to exclusively make music out of memory verses for their camp. And one of their musicians is named Pippa Titty. So, like, I am not joking. Her name is Pippa Titty. T-I-D-D-Y is the last name, but still. Any other last name would have been perfect for her. Pippa Titty, come on. Warrior Camp, also, this is interesting about Warrior Camp, I'm finding. They're meeting in Northern Wales this year, and they seem to have done that for the last few years, except for the COVID years, they had to be online. They have a huge, like, international missions focus, which I found a lot of evangelicals in London area or like any area I, I don't know why I keep saying London but like just that's the only context I have I've been to the UK but more in Edinburgh than anything but um I mean they seem like this is what I'm getting out of this camp like cowboy church camp seemed to be about like kind of like American camp is more just about like uh, going back to your own church with skills, this camp seems to be more about becoming a missionary and praying in tents. Like, there's just a lot of tent praying. Like, this, pl- like, if you look at pictures, you would think that, like, this was, like, church Coachella. It's very strange. But, um, they have movies. And I saw the movies. I thought it was, like, a list of movies to watch with your family. Because they do have a lot of, like, things to do when you're not at camp with your family, which I don't mind giving families family activities but um what is weird is that the movies that they put on are all like self-made movies by the warrior camp staff like I thought there were going to be a list of like even just like Christian movies to watch but no these are like they made they made separate movies and sorry like if this is jumbled I just this is like a new thing for me and it's like even deconstructing my whole thought of like European culture in some respects and I know that like 
technically the most atheistic cities are in the UK, but it doesn't mean there's no, like, it just, I have a lot of thoughts and feelings. They also have a teen camp playlist with everyone's favorite songs, and so you can pump yourself up. And then my favorite part is, like, a lot of the music videos have the chords for the music in the corner. Oh, my goodness. This is a lot cheaper than the American camp. But then again, everybody's roughing it. And, like, like I don't know what they think we do in America, but we definitely don't just freaking rough it in tents like that unless we, like, are trying to play Rambo or something. They also have, um, like, their whole – the thing about this camp – is, like, a lot of camps in the U.S. are, like, associated with another church. And so the camp is seasonal. Because a lot of the U.S. is not, like, obviously, like, it snows and stuff. This camp seems to be, like, its own ministry of, like, missionaries. Like, it's very mission-focused. Which is interesting. That's why I'm so... I want to talk to a, a, a British evangelical... Like, someone who grew up in this. I'm just curious. Like, what their focus has got to be culturally informed because they're in Europe and have so much ease of access to other countries and cultures. I feel like that's a big push. So they have activities. Camp at home activities. Uh, Warrior Camp Everywhere has put together some amazing activities, crafts, and challenges. And then they want you to send pictures of you doing them. So they have bee, build a bee house. That's nice. I mean, that they seem to be the one thing I'm noticing from Warrior Camp, and this seems to be an overall British thing. They seem to be overall, like, nicer to, like, animals in the earth. Like, the one thing I forgot to say about Cowboy Camp is I think they're selling. Like, I read somewhere that some of the churches sell, like, the meat from the animals, like, from, like, the arenas. I could I couldn't I couldn't be part of like the meat market church. That's unfortunate. But they seem to like like the build a bee house, they seem to have a more like greener focus. I don't know. That makes me happy at least. You can do minute to win it challenges at home. I mean, I don't I'm glad like they have these access, but I just don't like why does it have to be in a Christian context? Like some of these things don't like not everything has to have like a Bible verse put on it. Crafts and activities, make your own lava lamp. How is how are we doing? Oh, why is everything it's a everything's a video. Every like can't can't I just get a list what my what I need? One of the crafts and activities is a Bible board game. So it is a video again, but I've just muted it and I'm looking at it. And what they're doing is like cutting and pasting other board games, which I know how expensive board games is. That's already driving me up a wall. And they're, like, pasting them together to make them about the Bible. Okay. Ooh, prayer tent. There's a five prayer tent episode. I, what is... I'm scared to see what the prayer tent has in store. Oh, so it's just a woman setting you up to pray. It's just a woman praying for, like, 20 minutes. Prayer tent activity sheet. Cooking. They have, like, just a Gambian meal. It's like gingerbread, gooey cookies, Gambian meal. Okay. Somebody went to Gambia on vacation and now they uh, think they're a freaking intercultural meal, I guess. Aw, they have a toad habitat. That's cute, too. Then they have bonus media, lighthouse loonies, and the pirate game. <sighs> Do I have the mental fortitude to read through lighthouse loonies? I don't think I do. I just, I really hate that they're called warriors because, like, that militaristic, like, warrior for Jesus thing is so bad. And this camp's been around since the 50s. And, like, their big thing is they call themselves, like, camp everywhere because they move around. They don't have, like, a set infrastructure. So they have a history of the camps and, like, everywhere they've ever been. Bible and mission teaching. Maybe I'll, I'll like, live stream on YouTube, like, some of the videos and stuff. Because the board game video is pretty funny. I did watch that last night, so I knew where that was going. Oh, on a mission activities. Yeah, they have a huge mission. So they have, like, ways to be missionaries while you're home. But this is my favorite part. So I thought it was going to be, like, 
the typical like go to school and like tell your friends about God or something like that. No, they list four, no, five countries. And then under each country is just like a bunch of like different videos with like how to make food from that country and stuff. So the first one's like Mexico. Then it's just like Mexico quiz, Mexico interview, taco making, taco making, pinata making. Which I'm not going to get into how freaking racist. I've lived in Central America. I got thoughts and feelings about some white British people doing the taco making activity. Like it, at least make it interesting. Democratic Republic of the Congo. Apparently they don't have anything cool to make. So they're just getting full mission interview, full mission interview, missionaries return. But Cambodia, we don't make the food. We get to taste crab chips, taste different drinks. I like that. Tasting crab chips and then tasting different drinks. Tasting ice cream. I love it. Gambia. Day in the life of a child. Nothing else. No one has fun in Gambia. No ice cream. No tacos. Just day in the life. And I'm sure that they have nothing... See, Gambia is the only country on this list that was directly colonized and by the UK and their independence day is within the memory of a lot of people something's telling me the day in the life of a child in Gambia is not the most dignifying video we're gonna see then we have Indonesia which apparently also has nothing fun to do except for be interviewed and to have hope and these are the things you can do um wow so this is kind of this is interesting to me definitely like less of a like focus I don't know their focus definitely seems to be mission and like spreading the word and evangelism and prayer a lot of prayer tense oh here we go the teen camp kit list to me is more special so like the little kids one is just like wellies and waterproof trousers and like okay whatever but like um the teen one asks for four tea towels now I'm not British but this says have an emergency pair of bed socks. Like, what's the difference between bed socks and just socks? And then they ask that you bring. Well, they have an on-site bookshop, too. So they're like promoting to just buy the Bible there. But um, and then to just like instead of having a pre-made worship team, they want like these teens to bring their own musical instruments and just sort of like piece it together fascinating I do think that they don't have the infrastructure and stuff but then again they are getting these massive tents and just freaking they can't be cheap to like store those tents and like bring them around their country like I don't know I don't really know enough about like I know money isn't great right now the one thing that I also noticed is like they have a discount it's like if you bring 10 or more youth, you get like a discount. So like they also promote you to just freaking bring as many people as possible. Like other camps, like I will say in the U.S., it's more about like, oh, yeah, like a youth group wouldn't go down as a group. Like you would go as a family. But this seems to be promoting like these big groups. And there's also a lot of like under the stars music things late at night. Oh, oh, what? Oh, my God. No way. So they have pictures. These pictures, if you have ever been, by the way, if you've ever been in Warrior Camp, um, now all their pictures are on Facebook apparently, but they did keep an archive of all the old ones if that gives anyone pause for concern. And apparently people come internationally for this. I wouldn't be shocked if this is like a mission camp for like all Europeans because English has become such like an unfortunately like normalized language where a lot of people would know it. So this was started by C.T. Studd, the English cricketer and pioneer missionary. It's always something like, they always did something just funky before. Oh, this is interesting. Anyway, that's warrior camp. I found this very interesting. I also, there's other camps in the UK that I found, like when I was looking at this. And they also do this like tent thing where they don't, like they don't have cabins or like proper um I don't know like to me like just having a tent like if you had a illness or you were like 
chronic especially like a chronic illness or um you hurt yourself or something like that wouldn't be easy i don't know i just think the cabins give you a little more space and privacy but i don't know that's all i have on warrior church and i guess uh, the next portion is just closing out this episode So I hope you enjoyed uh, the camp special of Cowboy Camp versus Warrior Camp. Um, I found it pretty interesting. I didn't know a lot of that stuff about either uh, the Cowboy Camp or Warrior Camp. Um, Just a few updates. Yeah, it's been basically an entire month of cringe evangelical. Um, If we count like all my prep and everything I did uh, before I recorded the first episode. Um. This has been a project that's been in the back of my mind for a while. Um, I have been kind of running it past a few people um, just to see if it was actually a good idea or something worth pursuing. Um, And I got a lot of positive feedback. I got a lot of people excited about the project. I thought, okay, that's a good sign. That means it it has some worthiness. It's worthwhile. Um, And... I I was honestly blown away by how immediately I had people wanting to be guests. I actually have a list of people that'll be coming on, um, just timing and everything. So I found that exciting. I it means the world to me that people feel safe with me, um, telling me these stories because even the silliest and funniest one, uh, there there's so many layers to get to that point and so much work you do personally to get to the point where you can even kind of like laugh at some of this stuff there's a lot of bitterness when you when you leave um leave something as abusive as like a a fundamentalist church in the way that's being described in this podcast um so that really like means a lot to me and the feedback I get is always just so like positive and helpful and kind and um I've had more than one person message me and say like there was things they had like repressed and it's not that I love that people are like unpacking repressed memories and like whatever but that they feel like it's helping them heal or like remember things that they just hadn't really dealt with and that that also like that's kind of the point too um it's a process and it it takes your whole life I mean it there's no end point there's no end really it's just kind of a thing um yeah, so that was just a lot of blabbering to say thank you. I have over a hundred listeners in four countries, which is honestly like I thought I was gonna get like just a bunch of people from my region and then like some outliers from people I knew from college that don't live in here the area. And I was expecting at least one from Edinburgh because one of my best friends lives in Edinburgh. And um, no, I got people from like Belgium and Germany and parts of England that I don't think I have friends that live there never heard of those towns before so anyway I uh find that really exciting um and I'm really just grateful to have everyone on the journey with me uh I have a Instagram now at cringevangelical I have a website www.cringevangelical.com I have um a tumblr Lainey is a silly goose l-a-n-n-i-e Lainey is my nickname um and that has episodes on it, a lot of um, fandom shit posting. Uh, I actually only resurrected the Tumblr for the podcast and then realized how cringy my Tumblr was and did a lot of things to just make my carbon, not my carbon footprint. Well, I should reduce that, but just make my internet footprint less embarrassing. Um, but yeah, I just really, I'm grateful and to everyone that has messaged me and liked things and follow this you know thank you so much please share review um tell me what you think comment on episodes um if you're not comfortable speaking you can send me uh your story either via email my email I have a contact form on my website now um I have a YouTube channel too where if you want to watch I have a couple videos but it's mainly the podcast so I just feel free um, to reach out. I'm willing to read stories. I'm willing to do uh, more than one person at a time. Actually, that's kind of my end goal. 
I I have ideas coming up for um, a homeschool roundtable. I have a few homeschoolers that have agreed to be on that. Um, I'm definitely going to have a history of Halloween. Uh, we're doing actually a, I know it's under 100 days now, but we're doing a pre-Halloween special, me and um, my uh QPR partner are doing a um a Halloween like a history of Halloween and the views in the south and then uh we will do the satanic panic at the disco in October um which will uh, expound on that so if that's anything that sounds interesting if there's a topic that I don't know about like cowboy church or something you think I would get a kick out of I'm thinking about maybe doing some twitch streams too where we go through like my ps2 bible game or just some of the like internet things that are more fun to see. So let me know what you think of all that. Um, This is, you know, I mean, yeah, there are selfish reasons I do this, but overall, this is a group project and I, I'm having this long rambly little end point. um, If you've made it this far, bless your heart. Um, But because I want to help people not feel so crazy and to not feel, I guess, so embarrassed buy things that like like yes you shit like how I word this the good part of you like your moral part of you would be disgusted and I think even feeling that disgust over maybe things you didn't said as weird as that sounds is like a good thing because it means that you have a moral compass and you you have changed and you do have like room for growth and you own that. So I think that's kind of what I want people to get out of this. Um, And that even somebody you might look up to has things in their past. Everybody does. So yeah, that's all to say thank you. Um, This is huge. And I cannot wait for you guys to tune in next week. This is just so meaningful to me. Uh, Thank you. And see you at service next week. (laughs) 